It's been just over a year since Microsoft completed its acquisition of Bethesda Softworks, and they're eager to show us what they've been working on. The conglomerate just announced a showcase coming in June. And tons of new info was just announced about the new PlayStation Plus uh, subscription service. We've got all this news and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back with a brand new episode. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single week bringing you the news you need to know in this video game industry that we all love. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined, as always, by the dude, Full Clip. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, doing all right. Yeah, uh, so this is a good one. I got to spend a little extra time this week playing some games, uh, reading about the gaming news coming out. And it, it's all good. Oh man, would you have? You have a, a easy work week or something? You got to play a little game. Yeah, yeah. I uh, got to play a little of the new Kirby for Switch. Uh, oh. Can't remember the full name of that, but you know the one I'm talking about, mouthful yeah. mode and everything. Exactly. How uh, is the it, mouthful mode? Is it as hot as it sounds? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, didn't play a whole lot of it, but we did like the two-player couch co-op, which was pretty nice. nice. It's nice when a game gets that right. Cool. Uh, yeah, that and then then Tubbs's uh, new Skyblock server, the Minecraft server he's got with some guys. Uh, tried that out a little bit. Um, pretty fun. Never quite played that version of Minecraft before. It was. I watched. I watched that video of you playing it, and I'm like, dude, it, I have no idea like what's going on. Just so you're just in the sky. Like it, yeah, I thought you were going to fall a like a thousand island. times, and mm-hmm. it made me really nervous, and I didn't like it. It's too too anxiety yeah. filled. Yeah, well, in Minecraft, if you hold your crouch button, it won't let you fall off the side. Problem is, oh. like, crouch is uh, control, shift is run, so you can easily hit the wrong mm-hmm. one, do the exact opposite. That's funny. But yeah, that, that was quite a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, you... And then the last thing I got to try out was, uh, it was the Epic Game Store free-to-play, one of the free-to-play titles for this past week, Riverbond, which What's looks that? a little bit like... Uh, uh, Diablo, as okay. I, I hear, because I've not played that, but then Diablo meets uh, Minecraft Dungeons, which I think they're both kind of similar as is, but Riverbond was pretty interesting. It's a game that doesn't have like a lot of consequences, so it's kind of therapeutic to run through that. Riverbond, cool, I'll have to check it out. It was fun? Yeah. Nice, yeah, I never, I, I never um, heard of it. I thought it was going to be like a cool James Bond, like your <laughs> Riverbond. Oh, yes. But no, not the same. Um, what did I get to play in this week? Um, so I started, and we're actually, we're going to talk about it, Vampire, uh, the Masquerade Bloodline. Oh, I started yeah. playing that just, uh, yesterday. Uh, it's a free to play. We'll talk about that in our new releases. Um, very, um, I got to get used to it. Mm. So there's, there's that. But, uh, um, was that one that was out in like an early access that we talked exactly. about before? Yes. Gotcha. I've been looking forward to it. You, you know, it's a vampire game and you, you, you. It's a battle royal, so I was like, okay, this this looks awesome. So I'm really excited for that. But um, yeah, mostly I'm still just playing uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer. I'm very oh, yeah. I'm very uh, into that. I've been playing. Yeah, that, like, saw the video. Day. 
your sword play. Uh, yeah, and that very was nice. like Fun. just one of my first. I just needed to put like something out there. I really wanted to do some sort of He-Man thing, and that's all. Like I've gotten so much better <laughs> since then, even. So you just wait for the next video. Oh, yeah. dude, oh, you've you. been hitting up those uh, mobile games too. I saw. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. So um, that was an adventure. I played a couple more today. Um, very excited for the next batch. But yeah, there's so many of these. Like, so my kid always watches uh, YouTube videos, and like, there's always like um, an ad for one of these runners, and they're like the most ridiculous looking games ever. And I'm like, dude, how many are there? And I like just typed in runner into the into the app store or whatever, and there's like a hundred of them, and they're mm. all more ridiculous than the next. So I'm like, I need to just do some make some content yeah. about these. Have so. you made it into the butt genre yet? I can't wait. That uh, that'll be soon. I promise. I I will make a, a butt uh, series just for you. We need it. All right, let's move this along. We got a lot to talk about. Let's start things off with our new releases from last week. First up, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe came out on. April 27th for, like, every system ever made. Uh, so this is... The Stanley Parable was released in 2013. Critically acclaimed, um, game of the year, you know, all this stuff. And even since then, it's been, you know, re-released, and people still rave about this game. Have you ever played it? I've not. No, me neither. So this is for us. This is an expanded... Uh, reimagining of the game. It's a first-person adventure game. You play as Stanley, uh, and there's like this narrator that talks, and you have to do what he says. And it's supposed to be very uh, much a parody, a, a satire of like um, workplace stuff, the game industry, and that sort of thing. It, everybody says it's a genius game. So um, yeah, I, I got to check it out now, especially where this uh, bigger version of it, you know. And for yeah. people that have played it, I guess. It's a there's just as much content in this as the original title that's new, so um, you know definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I'm, I'm I plan to as soon as I get my hands on it. It's uh it's like part comedy, part psychological mystery thriller kind of thing, and yeah, very cheeky, very very uh, plays against itself, which yeah, it looks really fun. Yeah, I heard it's very uh, very funny, so uh, excited for that. Uh, and then we already talked about it. Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt uh, came out uh, officially on PC and then for the first time on PS5. So this is a free-to-play battle royal, battle royale, um, however you say it, based on it's a tabletop role-playing game called Vampire the Masquerade. And this is a you know it's just a it's just a basic battle royale. You know think like Apex or you know, Fortnite, but instead now you have like, you control, you pick one of these vampires and you, each one has different powers that you can use. And so I started playing it. I didn't do the tutorial. I just jumped right in. No idea what I'm doing. So I got to go back and I got to do the tutorial because like, dude, I was getting stomped out there. Like these people, I'm trying to use my powers or whatever. I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, it's cool. So like there's regular, there's, there's uh, non-playable characters that are just around and you could feed off of them. And then there are these uh, enemies, like PVE enemies, computer-generated people that are, like, trying to kill you as well. So there's a lot going on. Still, like, same thing. You find armor. You find weapons and that sort of thing. Um, you can play solo. You can play teams of three. And, uh, yeah, it's um, it's very interesting. I'm looking to spend a little bit more time with it. 
It sounds like a really cool take on the battle royale genre. You don't usually have that sort of like attrition mode. Yeah. Um, yeah, with like NPCs and things. Um, so I gotta ask: Are there any celebrity vampire cameos? Mm, not yet. Not no yet. Team I'm Edward? hoping for. Uh, yeah, I was hoping for Blade, but mm. sure, we could see if Team Edward's gonna be in there, or at least Ryan Reynolds from Blade Trilogy. Remember uh, uh, that one? The third. It's been a while. Uh, the third one. <laughs> been a while. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. One of the cool things is you could just scale walls, like you just climb up the side nice. of walls. So there's a lot of verticality. I mean, most of the time you're just jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Um, so yeah, very interesting. I will report back with more about that. Another game. Um, in fact, it just came out today. Uh, played it a bunch. Uh, Bug Snacks. So Bug Snacks has been out for PS5, but this just came out now officially for Xbox XS, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, came out April 28th, but it also came out. What we were playing today is a new DLC, the uh, Isle of Bugs or of Big Snacks. So mm. my kid, huge Bug Snacks fan, and he's been like ever since they announced the date of this, he watches this trailer over and over again. He's been counting down the days. So today. We finally got to play the Isle of Big Snacks, and, uh, you know, I just had to mention it in the new releases, just for, you know, just for him. But um, we talked about it last week, uh, because it is coming to Game Pass. It's out on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, you can play it there. And uh, I definitely recommend it. You know, you catch you catch weird food creatures, and you feed them to people. Yeah. Right? Looks What's like it mean? had a very Pokemon-esque sort of feel to it. It is. It's a little bit... Um, harder and it's like some of the the mechanic of catching the bug snacks is uh like a puzzle you have to figure out how to do it best hmm. um and it's some of the, you know some of the actual gameplay it's it's tricky but um it's definitely very interesting and the story is great and the characters are great so definitely go check out and it's cheap i think you get the game plus the dlc right now uh on sale for 25 dollars so nice. Or, you know, Game Pass is on there. All right, and last up, Nintendo Switch Sports came out April 29th. Um, this is uh, this is what I've been waiting for, dude. This is basically oh, yeah. just Wii Sports, but now on the Switch. It's got soccer, volleyball, tennis, badminton, chambara, which is like a sword fighting game, and then uh, bowling, everyone's favorite, the bowling. Did you have Wii uh, Sports? Yeah, briefly. But yeah, yeah. Played, played quite a bit of the bowling of yeah. all of them. Dude, that was, um, I mean, yeah, Wii Sports was probably it's one of the, I played it probably more than any game during that period when it was out. Oh, yeah. Like, just playing tennis with friends, bowling, like, it was amazing. So I'm really hoping that they capture some of the magic with that, uh, from that, with this game. Uh, and the reviews I've been seeing, they've been saying that. Right now it's at a 75 on Metacritic, so positive re- reviews and they ha- they've said that you know it's lo- it's very very similar to playing on the Wii except maybe yeah. even a little better with the haptics and the the, the new motion controls yeah the Wii Sports had has like some crazy record like it might be third best selling game of all time yeah. something well, crazy like that yeah cuz it was attached to the system it, it came yeah. with the system so it was like you know if you bought a Wii you got the Wii Sports dude it was uh it was amazing and i'm hoping uh uh I'm I'm hoping to figure out. So with the with the switch, you can't capture. I think you can only capture maybe like 
30 seconds at a time. They maybe mm. they might have upped it to a minute. So I was hoping to put some some gameplay of me like getting like a 300 and bowling or something, you know, captivating oh, yeah. shit. I was hoping to put that up, but you know, we'll see. I don't have a capture card, which is uh, you know, expensive and I don't need one for Switch games. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I'm excited to play that. It's uh it's a good week of games. I'm I'm looking forward to a whole bunch of these. So All right. Enough about this. Let's talk about our Brand new news of the week. It's a big week for PlayStation Plus. So we talked about it a few weeks back. The new PlayStation Plus subscription service, the new three-tier service that they got coming out. Um, there were a lot of announcements because um, you know it's coming out soon-ish, um, but. First of all, one of the things that was first mentioned, Sony is forcing, I shouldn't say forcing, they're asking developers to um, include time-limited uh, game trials for any new game that's going to be coming out uh, on the service. So, that's cool. Who doesn't like a demo? Like, I don't know if it's going to be you know, maybe just the first part of a game on a timer, you know, like you could play for an hour. Oh, yeah. but, From um, what I read, it would be like a two hour demo. Um, but then it said like on case by case basis, they might be able to have some sort of alternative to that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they, according to, yeah, the game developer report, they uh, updated their developer guidelines to state that a game demo lasting at least two hours will not be required for any title, which costs $34 or higher. So yeah. there's that that point. Um, it says the rule is not retroactive, so it will only apply to games currently in development and not yet released. And additionally, developers will have a three-month grace period after game launches before this trial must be made available. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like, I like demos, especially on these services. Now, for... I, I don't use demos as much when the game is available. So if these are PlayStation Now games we're talking about um, that are available on the cloud even, you know, um, I don't need a demo as much. If I can just play it on the cloud, I don't have to worry about downloading it. I'll try it for a little bit, and I just won't download it. But, you know, these are going to be new games coming out for PlayStation Plus is my my, uh, uh, assumption. Well, I guess not even PlayStation Plus. Is this this is just part of yeah. the premium package, right? There's going to be yes, any game. I guess everything over that threshold, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's yeah. So that's interesting. So that's one of the perks of getting that premium package. The yeah. the that's the highest tier. I guess. Okay, I see what we're what we're talking about now. I was so confused. I was like, we're just having demos, but that's sweet. But okay, yeah. now I get it. Yeah, so the tiers um are we talked about it before. We'll just run through it real fast. So the is the nine ninety nine a month one. That's the PlayStation Plus Essential. Same benefits that current PlayStation Plus offers. PlayStation Plus Extra is the next step up, fourteen ninety nine a month. That adds the catalog of up to four hundred of the most enjoyable PS four and PS five games. And then PlayStation Plus Premium. That's the eighteen dollars a month, and then you get all the stuff I mentioned, and then three, up to three hundred forty games from PS one, PS two, PS three. PSP, and then you get the game trials. Okay, so that's a perk yeah. to get to paying that extra amount. You could test out a brand new game, see how it is. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. And one thing we don't really have answers to is like 
okay, they're going to make the two-hour-long demo. Are they going to release that for everybody? Do they have the option to release that for everybody? Or is Sony going to yeah. limit something like that to that premium tier? It's got to be. I mean, that's one of the features, you know? They're going to have to lock it behind that or else... Uh, people that are paying that extra $5 a month would be like, well, why are you? Yeah. Um, so maybe if you don't subscribe to that highest tier, you just have the basic, maybe you end up with like a 30-minute trailer or demo yeah. or something like that. Yeah, they did say that um, it's a, an alternative custom demo can also be provided, not needing to be two hours long. Um, but yeah, like you said, it'll be approved on a case-by-case basis. So. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, another piece of news we got regarding the PlayStation Plus is, re- or not release dates, but starting dates. Yeah, we'll be able to get it here in the Americas June 13th, Europe June 22nd, but first it's going to be rolling out to Asian markets uh, starting May 23rd and then Japan uh, June 1st. So right in the end of May through June, we should start seeing these uh, uh, services become available. Um, so that's cool. And I also said they're going to be expanding their cloud streaming services to other, uh, countries, most of them in like, uh, Europe. So, you know, there's hope, there's hope for, uh, all you out there without the, the cloud, uh, service. But, um, yeah, I, I know we talked about it a bunch of times, but are you, you still, do you ever play your PlayStation? Since going PC? No, just less and less. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like I'll get the middle tier. I don't like we talked about last time. I'm not a big fan of retro gaming. The time trial thing is pretty cool, but I feel like I know enough about a game whether I want to pay for a game by reading reviews and watching trailers, you know? Yeah. So, I'm not too worried about that. But um yeah, I'll be getting that uh the middle package for, you know, 15 bucks a month or whatever it is a year. I know it was much cheaper annually. So, um, yeah, so let's see. There were more. There was more news. Sony they they announced how it would work as far as carrying over the service. So they announced that um, you could whatever your subscription is longest. So if you have PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, the longer of the two subscriptions would be um, what you get to keep for the the entirety of the period so like for example if you have playstation now subscribed up to august 2022 and then an active playstation plus membership until september 2025 that means you'll be upgraded to the playstation plus premium package until september 25 so so people were buying like annual um cards that you could get from like Target or or whatever, GameStop and stacking them up. They're like okay, listen, I'm just gonna, I have PlayStation now, I'll stack up my PlayStation Plus or vice versa and then be like set for the next three years. So, people were doing that first and then Sony must have caught wind of this and shut that down. So now you can no longer stack up these things. So And people that purchase these cards they're saying that they're just outright just not working they're just yeah. not giving them anything yeah, it took me a minute to wrap my head around how all this was working yeah. um and i'm still not entirely sure i got it but from what i understand you you would get that service based on like having x or playstation now uh playstation plus uh but if you were to stack your subs and have now 
and PlayStation Plus, you'd get the premium tier. Yeah, you'd have So people exactly. were able to save money that way somehow in the long run. Yeah, yeah. But, it would uh, save a yeah. considerable amount, about a m- amount of money by doing that way. I mean, it's the same thing that, like I just did with the Game Pass where, you know, I bought Xbox Live Gold and they gave me the Game Pass, which is, a, you know, much more expensive service. So, you know, it made sense for, for them people to try to do that, try to save the money. But, uh, yeah, they really... Uh, they shut that down pretty quickly. So, unfortunately, yeah, read, hopefully they'll take care of people that paid for the cards. Yeah. You know, they won't just leave them hanging. Well, they're, they're supposed to be able to activate those later on. But, like, yeah, who knows? Who knows what happens two years from now if you, yeah. you're sitting there on that card because that's when your uh, subscription expires or something, if you'll be able to put it in then or not. Yeah. But they said PlayStation Now, you're not even able to sign up for that anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what happens right now if uh, you didn't have it and you expected to be able to play that service. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mine just um, lapsed. Like, I just realized it was like two days ago. So, my PlayStation Now, which, since I got Game Pass, like, I don't need both. Like, I don't need to be paying separate for both. Um, but I will gladly, like, pay that one, that $15 a month or whatever for... Uh, the addition of that service in there. Yeah. Who knows how much I'll use it, but I don't know. Just for a couple games, I think it, it, it makes sense, you know. And last, the last thing we'll talk about, PlayStation Plus, they announced their m- games for May, and they are FIFA 22. Let's get your soccer on, your football. Get your football oh, yeah. on. Tribes of Midgard, that's a co-op survival game based on Norse, Norse mythology. And then Curse of the Dead Gods, it's a roguelike action game with fast-paced combat and intense challenges. I've heard that that game is really good, so I'm excited to check that one out. But, um, meh. Yeah, watch the trailer for that one. Uh, surprisingly, not FIFA 22, but the Curse of the Dead Gods, was. it looked interesting. Like, it looks really good. And it looks like there's a lot of action and things going on. And yeah. To some degree, though, I gotta say, like it didn't quite. The two things didn't quite fit for me. It looked like it was going for the epic action of like Game of Thrones or something, but mm. then it had this like bright, vibrant, in the dark, um, if that makes sense, um, cell shaded like Borderlands style. Mm-hmm. And the two just felt like they clashed just a little bit. But I'd have to play the game. You might get sucked right in, and that doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll let you know if it breaks my brain having uh, these uh, two different things happening. All right, well, that's it. Uh, enough about PlayStation Plus for this week. Uh, let's talk about PAX East. Now, PAX East is a gaming convention. It's one of the biggest gaming conventions, um, and it came back this year. It was one of the first gaming conventions to come back since everything got canceled. It ran from April 21st to April 24th. And uh, brought with it a ton of new games. Now, we found a, a CNET article that focused on 13 of the best games from PAX. So, we thought we'd just run through the list real fast. We have talked about a few of these as they've been announced. But these are the highlights, things to look forward to. Uh, Evil West. Um, now, this we saw the trailer at the Game Awards. And I remember when I saw it there, I was like, sign me up already. Like, it is... Um, just like an insane third-person shooter with like Western elements plus like horror and sci-fi and like just it looks crazy. So I'm I'm all in for that one. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. We've talked about that a few times. Uh, that one, if, based on the gameplay I've seen, it's getting really, um, it looks really great, and it's getting great yeah. reviews. So that's done in the classic 16-bit style to feel sort of like the Nintendo or Super exactly. Nintendo era games. Yeah, they're saying it's playing just like, you know, Turtles in Time or whatever the previous games were. Um, Dolmen uh, sounded interesting. That's a, like, uh, FromSoft-style game, except this one has, like, co-op. And the trailer just showed, like, these ridiculous, like, sci-fi meets medieval weaponry and i was like dude what i don't know like i'll check it out like just for the axe that this one dude had it was like a glowing thing i was in just based on that alone um the last aura crew it's another uh co-op souls like game that one didn't uh you know didn't do much for me tinykin this is like a um cell shaded game in a more of a 3d world uh very cool looking game it plays like uh pikmin kind of you got these little things and you got to like solve puzzles with them the last hero of nos tall gaia it's spelled nostalgia but i have in the trailer they're they're like you know it's a comedy so this is a comedy and it looks awesome you play as like a character and he's just a stick figure and uh, it's the point of the game is, like, the world, like, got, like, pixelated and, like, didn't render properly. So you have to, like, figure that out. It's, like, a comedy. Um, but, like, it's a high fantasy, like, role-playing game. That one immediately went yeah. on my on my list. I was looked really cool from the trailer. It looked very cool. Yeah. yeah. Looks like you've got, like, a fleshed-out uh, Elden Ring style of looking game. But then yes. you've got enemies that might be, like, completely flat. So it's like a piece of paper swinging at yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And it looks just the the narrator. It was super funny. It, just, it looks very funny. Uh, Signalis uh, looked... Uh, it's like a 2D side-scrolling horror game. Uh, Moon Scars. Now, this one sounded really cool. And what, what got me on this one is... Um, this quote as you explore more of the world you'll unlock new powers however doing so will also require leaving a piece of yourself behind which will then take on a life of its own and seek retribution further down the line what a co- what a cool mechanic um that that sounded really cool the actual gameplay didn't like really do much for me in the trailer but just that like it, it sounds really interesting no place for bravery another 2d action adventure game Wrestle Quest. We talked about that before. This one I'm very excited for. It's a wrestling uh, role-playing game. And, um, you know, kind of like a Super Nintendo style. Very excited for that. Dome Keeper. This one is not for me. This one's more of like a management game. But it mm-hmm. looked interesting. You have to, like, get materials to, like, keep your dome alive. And, like, fend off, like, these yeah. aliens that are attacking. <laughs> So this one was like top three, top five on out of this list for me. Really, uh, I yeah, thought it would be. I, I when yeah. I saw this, I was like, yeah, I bet folks like this. It's got like Dig Dug vibes. It's got Steam World vibes and yes. Terraria. Yes. It's all that like flat. You're going underground and you're trying mm-hmm. to protect your dome up top from attacks, which seems kind of fun. Yeah, I immediately thought Dig Dug too when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Uh, Super Fuse. This one, definitely in my top three. It's like a Diablo-style game, but with, like, superheroes. And I was like, mm. shit, why hasn't this not been done already? 
So that one looks very exciting. The Last Worker, it's another like comedy game where it's like a first person thing where you're like uh, Portal meets Amazon is uh, what they're saying. <laughs> you know, you got to figure out a, a facility like that. So yeah, that was the the 13 highlights from PAX East. A lot of good um, indie games. You know, none of those were any AAA titles or anything, but uh, definitely ones to keep an eye out for. Speaking of game showcases, Microsoft announced they'll be holding an Xbox Bethesda game showcase in June, uh, June 12th to be exact. So, um, you know, we talked about it before. E3 was canceled. Do you think this was planned to be like during E3 or do you think they just did this separate from it? It's right around the same time as E3 would be. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell. Maybe so. They're just going to take what they were preparing for E3 and they're yeah, going to give it to us themselves. There. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, there's not a lot of details about, you know, anything that we'll see there. But, you know, I'm assuming we're going to see, um, you know, things. Because we haven't really gotten any Bethesda games <laughs> on Game Pass yet. We've been waiting, you know. Yeah. thinking, like, they bought the, the company, like start putting it out you know we'll see as far as like and then we got like starfield coming up probably see more about that yeah um but yeah yeah i'm, I'm excited skyrim 2 yeah not even dude just skyrim more of skyrim it. part six yeah it, it'll be like they'll do like some like final fantasy or kingdom hearts like oh, yeah. thing it'll be skyrim point five mm-hmm. um but yeah they said the company said it'll be it'll it will include everything you need to know about the diverse lineup of games coming soon to the Xbox ecosystem, including upcoming releases to Game Pass on Xbox and PC. So, um, yeah, we will see what that means. But I'm sure we'll, uh, you know, we'll be talking about it in that week's gaming news. Halo Infinite revealed their 2022 roadmap, and it there's a lot of stuff man they they took it to heart when people were complaining about the lack of content in halo infinite it got these guys fired up so um we'll quick go through what's going to be coming so the roadmap begins by focusing on season two uh lone wolves we talked about that that's running from may 3rd to november 7th um it's got you know new battle pass new maps new game modes and then um after that co-op campaign it's what everybody's been waiting for coming in coming in august and then the forge open beta in september so again those are they stated that those are release windows might be changes but that's that's what they're gunning for so um it also says season two will also feature a new fracture mode in entrenched with its first week starting on may 24th and two narrative events uh in interference from may 3rd to may 16th and alpha pack from july 19th to august 1st these multiplayer narrative events will place your spartan in the center of an evolving seasonal storyline so um yeah lots of stuff happening and mm-hmm. um you know they, they 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 addressed that the the lack of content was trying to avoid crunch and focus on the team's health um so they've got that figured out they said they're not worried about it anymore they're gonna be dropping these like um updates regularly to add more fixed stuff so um they're really focused on making this game what they want it to be yeah seems like they're on the right track because yeah that's the the top complaint i hear people saying and we saw you know we talked about battlefield 2042's numbers 
on uh, Steam, I guess, um, dwindling. And I've been seeing these articles about Halo Infinite saying almost the same thing, yep. that the, the numbers are just not great. Um, and that's that's probably the biggest thing, is that like you're kind of repeating the same thing over and over on multiplayer. Yeah. So people were asking for it. They seem to be delivering. I like that we're already seeing what's coming with Season 3. We waited so long to even know what's coming in Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here we are. We have info about what's coming in August, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's interesting, too. We see it just after um, kind of the rebirth of Overwatch. Like, so Overwatch is back up to, like, they had, like, um, I don't know, so like a million uh, uh people watching on twitch at some point or whatever so it was like it's definitely it's happening that you know overwatch 2 uh has sparked this and they they didn't really add much to that it's kind of a new new features and stuff like that but yeah all it takes is some new cool stuff to be added to a game to get that player base back up like this game i don't feel like it's as broken as battlefield now i've never played battlefield 2042 or whatever but everything I hear says that it's it's a very buggy, broken game. Now, I don't get that complaint about Halo Infinite. It's more of just the substance, the lack of, of yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah. And I, I, like, I've only been playing it a couple of weeks, and I'm already, like, I'm ready for, for new new stuff, you know? So, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. It's about a week away. Not even. It's like a few, yeah. a few days away. Um, and then last up. I know you're excited. Disney announced a brand new game, Disney Dreamlight Valley, coming to Xbox One, Xbox XS, PlayStation 4, PS5, Nintendo Switch, and PC in 2023. This is a a free-to-play game, and it's kind of like a Stardew Valley type game. Yeah, it's like Kingdom Hearts, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Like, it definitely... um, I'm sure we'll be playing it in this house. You know, it looks like something that (laughs) both my wife and child will enjoy. You know, who knows? Maybe I'll enjoy it, too. I saw, you know, Timon and Pumbaa and Wally. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in. Yeah, I got to know a little bit more about the gameplay. Make sure that's not all just, like, cute cinematics that we saw in the trailer. I saw, like, Ratatouille, but, like... What? How? How involved is that? How? How often do you have to go get your crops, take it into the kitchen, and have mm-hmm. a real gameplay elements, and not just bank on the fact that there are Disney characters in the shot? Yeah, yeah. So let me read the quick synopsis of it. Created in the mold of games like Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon, Dreamlight Valley casts players as a traveler arriving in a Toontown-esque realm where the stars of the most popular Disney films once lived together in harmony. Players can take up residence in one of several biomes inspired by Disney and Pixar films and help everyone from Goofy to Buzz Lightyear rediscover their lost memories. So, yeah, it definitely does. It sounds a lot like Kingdom Hearts. Um, but, yeah, you know, it meets Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing. You know, it's... Uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, no. From my limited experience with like Disney games that are free to play over the past few years, mostly mobile apps, it it will be interesting when like a new title comes out that everybody's excited about, uh, whatever the newest animated movie is, because they'll probably like just expand the town in this game. You'll have that character's new house to mm-hmm. go to and a bunch of like time limited event kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it won't be too you know too much microtransactiony, but I mean it is yeah. a free to play. So we'll see. But it does say um, 
that it will be out sometime next year, but it'll be going into early access this summer. And uh, those who subscribe to Xbox Game Pass or buy the Founders Pack will be able to play the game during early access. So, you know, this summer, us Game Pass mm-hmm. people will be able to get in there and, uh, you know, hang out with Moana. <laughs> all that fun stuff. Do Frozen things, right? Oh, yeah. Whatever those might be. All right. Next up, brand new content creator of the week. This week, Leo Bearded. Not just because we're a couple of bearded dudes, but because he's got some interesting content. Now, he's Italian, right? Yes. So I don't really know what his content is, but it's beautiful to watch. I know you were drawn to him. You were like salivating. Over some oh, of yeah. his content, go on, explain go, it. Uh, what what go you love? Go back, loved check about it. the record. I was uh, I was with this guy since day one. Mm-hmm, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. so he's got a lot of short form content uh, showing his PC builds. Now I don't know if he does this uh, for other people on the side as a hobby or uh, for a job or something like that because he's got a lot of money in PCs. When you look at these, uh, it's crazy. Super custom rigs. I even know yeah. PC could look like that. Oh yeah, got custom water block loops and everything in there, and it, it's amazing looking. And he shares uh, his uh, streaming setup a lot. He's over on Twitch with uh, a few thousand followers at this point, um, and he's got some gameplay videos too. And I'm yeah, I'm wondering if he's gonna come out with some more of those for us to see because mm-hmm. uh, I'm liking that content as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would like to see some more um, gameplay. You know, he's, there's a few on there him playing Fortnite, but I he says he loves to play role-playing games and horror games so yeah i'm excited for for some of that now granted i don't know if he speaks english but you know we could uh video games are the great translator but until then i'm just gonna keep looking at those bright lights spinning around in circles on these boxes full of micro boards which i don't even know what i'm looking at micro boards is that a thing is that a a micro machine PC, right, PCB cool, cool. boards. Somehow. Yeah, they got, where do you put the AOL disc? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Now, I did mention last week that I wanted to start doing a weekly giveaway. Let's kick that off this week. What do you say? Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah, so last week we asked you, you know, repost Gaming News Weekly. It'll enter you in a drawing. These are the people that, that listened that he did our call, and now we're going to pay it forward. So let's spin that wheel, baby. All right. There we go. Oh, shit. It's the pigeon. Wood pigeon. Congratulations. Uh, we appreciate you. He, he's the one. He's the one. Always leaving a comment. Always, always. reposting. Be like Thoughtful wood pigeon. comments, too. Yeah. Yeah. Be like Wood Pigeon. I'm going to make a shirt that says that. Maybe yep. not as crazy about birds, but, you know, be like him in other ways. Yeah. All right. So we said that uh, winners of this, we'd start doing this weekly, and it would be 100 pips. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. We could do more. All right. That is it for this week's episode of Gaming News Weekly. Thank you so much for checking out 
our episode. Make sure you follow us on Fruit Lab. We are Gaming News Weekly. I am E-Rock the Red. He is Full Clip. Uh, you can also find our content on YouTube at Pop Culture Playground. You can find him on Twitch, Full Clip underscore FL. And, uh, you know, most of the time you can find us in our separate houses eating delicious foods, drinking beers, playing video games, doing crochet, maybe uh, a crossword puzzle, mm-hmm. maybe pooping. <laughs> maybe that. All right, that's enough. I'm, I'm done rambling. It's still early, though. This is where, this is where I need to just keep talking. I got to get out of my system, you know? Hmm. Just keep it going. Maybe I'll just talk at nothing for a little bit after this. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week on Gaming News Weekly.